welcome to the Divine Feminine Podcast, where I am your host, Priestess Hanira Abunu. Here I support women in learning and applying the Divine Feminine Principles into their lives. We talk about lifestyle, family, culture, and spirituality, all from a traditional African perspective. Welcome to the safe space. Good day, everyone. I missed you guys. How's your week been? I hope your week has been doing good. Mine has been okay. I'm busy uh, preparing for the trip to Africa. Um, as you guys know, I'm leaving America and going to Africa. Now, I do that all the time, right? I, I routinely, for the last few years, have been... Um, going to Africa to study and to learn. Um, my temple and my village is there. Temple meaning where I was initiated to be a priestess is in Benin. And uh, the village surrounding the temple has adopted me. So I call them my village. That is my village. And, um, and I am theirs, right? I am their child. And so, um, I've been doing that back and forth for, uh, my gosh, for some years now. And um, I've finally decided, um, for those of you who have been following me, you guys know this has been like an evolution, right? So I've finally decided that this particular year, this summer, is going to be um, my summer to establish more permanent roots more permanent roots. This is my repatriation summer. So I've been preparing for that and I didn't realize how much I needed to prepare, how much needed to be done. And so, man, there's been a lot. I've been cleaning out storage. Um, I've been getting rid of uh, old clothes. Um, and what I've decided to do was just to take, you know, a couple suitcases full of valuables. And um, I, the, you guys know I have five kids, right? I have grown children. I have um, um, preschool children uh, in the range and all in between. <laughs> and so my grown children are going to stay here. And so we're in the process of... Um, I had a scratchy voice today. What is that about? Um, we're in the process of uh, getting a house. So I'm going to get a house for them. And that will be, you know, the family's West Coast house. And I'll make sure that the oldest children um, stay there. And I mean, currently, my older two children, they have their own place together. And it's an apartment. And uh, I'm like, why are we renting why are you giving money outside of the community? Why are you doing this? And so um, for safety, for uh, wealth building, for um, multiple different reasons, right? I decided that this is the best thing to do. So um, we're in the process of uh, trying to get the kids a house. Um, and so I'll have West Coast Roots. Um, I also have property on the East Coast, so I already have my East Coast roots. 
Um, we have property down south. You know, one of the beautiful, and I'll just say this right here, one of the beautiful things about um, my whole journey into this is that I do this truly to help people, right? This isn't um, like a hustle for me. This isn't um, uh, the way I am trying to persuade or um, move you to um, finance my lifestyle. It's like I've been a entrepreneur and a businesswoman following my ancestors call for years and they've always provided for me and uh, if you guys have listened to all the podcasts from the beginning you remember me saying like that was one of the um, packs that I made in my prayer was like if this is the path you want me to follow then you need to sustain my living um, so that I can focus on my spiritual growth and development. And so, yeah, I do this because I want to help people. And so I will continue to do this to help those um, who have a desire to be helped. And so this whole week, it's not for sustaining me is what I'm saying. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, hustlers and hooligans and just trying to con you out of money and hustle you and jip you and do all those things that's that's not me that's not what I'm about I I don't personally I don't need your money you know um what we do is build up right villages in Africa and um we uh take care of the temples there we take care of my village and so that's um what it takes for me to sustain myself I have businesses for and you know they've blessed me to um have businesses real estate uh and other means of investments to be able to take care of me and my children on that type of level and so I'm grateful you know definitely but um yeah that's not why I do this so I just want to say that but so this week has been busy I've been cleaning out storages um I've been uh trying to get all of the clothes that we don't use ready um to take to um the African Alliance and other uh goodwill and, and uh veteran uh reuse places that reuse and repurpose and so just been preparing, doing some legal stuff, making sure I can access cash while I'm out there because we're going to be doing some building. And so just preparing to leave America, you know, just preparing to leave America. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, hey, I want to go. I was thinking the same thing. Um, it's not too late. I actually just had a woman last week join and uh, she's, where is she in the States? She's somewhere in the States. Uh, I think she's from Hawaii. I'm not sure. But yeah, I just had another person join and she's like, I'm definitely interested. Definitely going. This is my skills, my talent. This is what I'm contributing. This is what I want to do. And we're so happy to have her on board on the team. And so we started having our calls 
and uh, to get us ready for the trip to Africa. So most of the people on the trip, and we're going to get into the podcast, but I just want to take this moment to to plug the trip uh, or talk about the trip. So most of the people that are going with us to Africa are actually wanting to build a life in Africa. And I'm thinking this is, you know, the energy and the signals that I've given out to my ancestors, the vibration, would you say, um, that I gave out to them, the mission that I gave to ancestors in my words and my thoughts and my actions and my deeds. And what they've done is attracted people with like minds, people who can um, assist me and help me in my goal um, to me. And it's been wonderful. Um, I haven't had to turn away many people, you know, most people, once I'm clear with them on what the objective is, they make a decision for themselves. And I purposeful, I'm purposeful in the words that I choose when I describe the type of trip that we're going on, because I really want it to resonate with you. I really want you to know, um, what we're doing and then you and your agenda can tell me, you know, your ego, it will either rub you the right way or the wrong way. You'll either be drawn to it or you'll be drawn away from it. And that's quite all right. That's exactly what I want. I'm speaking straight to your ancestors when I talk to you and tell you about the trip. When I tell you that this particular trip is 30% spirituality right? We're going there as a pilgrimage, so to speak, as a uh, travel home. We'll go and and get spiritual work done. We'll uh, visit the villages, go off the grid, get into nature, and um, get to reconnect with ourselves. For those who want to find out you know, about their deities or divinities or their ancestral lines, that information, uh, those types of divinations, that type of spiritual work is available to you. And so I'm very clear about that, but that's 30% of the trip. 20% of the trip is tourism, right? Is is seeing the museum, seeing the sacred sites, going to um, the beaches, experiencing the people, the cultures, the marketplaces, the shopping, uh, those who want to venture into the nightlife, you know, they can do that. All of those things I consider tourism. That'll be 20%. Well, what is the other 50% priestess? The other 50% is repatriation and nation building. Right. And so for the repatriation and nation building, we're looking for people who, for one, have something to bring to the continent. Um, For repatriation, we're not looking to bring people to the continent who don't have skills, time, money, resources to give to the continent. We're not going to Africa to take. That has been done before. We're not going to take, we're going to give, right? So what do you mean? What do I mean by that? So those who are looking to go with me, we're looking for 
land for property to build for businesses to invest in to set up roots for ourselves right we're not going to you know get an apartment and find a job and set up shop no that's not the way africa is set up we should be going there with a plan so all all the women that are coming all have skills all have an entrepreneurial mindset already and i say already because that is key you know we don't realize how in america this is like a really fast-paced environment compared to africa or other places so if you are able to be a successful business person in america and you have the hustle and the drive and the character to be successful here then you take that same hustle and drive and devotion um, and bring it to africa your homeland we will build up the continent and who will we employ we will employ those who are there so we'll create jobs which is important right so we're not going there looking for a job or looking for a handout we're going there to nation build we're going there to build connections and so like i said thankful enough for the ancestors and the divine mother and all the divinities that are with me i mean i've attracted just an excellent group of women an excellent group of women and i couldn't be happier about the group that is there and like i said this last person just came on board last week so if you're listening to this podcast and you're like hey that sounds like me that sounds like what i was doing individually and i want to build with other people i want to build with you priestess hey reach out to me inbox me uh email me you know you guys know how to reach me all of my information's on the internet Hanera Bunu at Gmail, Hanera Bunu on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook, you know, Divine Feminine Podcast, all that information. You guys know how to reach me. So that's been my week, and I'm excited, right? I finally uh, told the kids we're going to be heading um, towards the East Coast, and, you know, they're excited. We're going to be doing some traveling this summer. So we're just getting the ball rolling. And uh, it's been a good week for me. So that's been my week. I hope your week has been well. Um, Last week, we talked about sisterhood. I I didn't even get through all the material for last week. But this week, I have new material uh, to cover with you. So I'll just recap shortly. um, And what we talked about last week with sisterhood part one. So with uh, Sisterhood Part 1, we went over understanding the woman, the individual, right, and all of her responsibilities, the way that she sees and operates through the world. Um, And that's important to understand, and I was explaining that last week, because if you don't understand the individuals that make up the group, it'll be 
hard to understand the group or why the group is so necessary, right? Why the sisterhood is so necessary. Um, because this society has taught us or duped us, right, into thinking that we don't need each other. We need to live separately, and that's not the truth. We need to leave our families, and that's not the truth. That's not traditional. That's not following nature's ways. Even in nature, there's schools of fish. There's, you know, herds of animals. They stick together with human beings, though, for some reason, we've let the agenda and proper propaganda of uh, society tell us that we need to move away from our families when we reach a certain age or when we can't can't take it anymore. They they exploit emotional um, instability and lack of discipline. They just exploit it. You can't be like that anymore. And I'm talking directly to you. You can't fall for the trap anymore. Right. And so last week we were talking about that. We were understanding the sister to understand the sisterhood. And so we were talking about the individual and the eyes in which the woman um, sees life to understand her obligations and the way that she will operate in life and we talked about three main categories we talked about her family and within her family it's her culture that makes her up right it's her 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 position in the family is she is she a mother is she a daughter is she the oldest is she the youngest is she an auntie you know it's, it's through all of those positions and titles in life that she will operate in life you know, her bloodline specialty. What does her bloodline do? Are they uh, a line of beauticians? Masseuse, right? Are, are you, do you come from a line of teachers and educators? Do you come from a, uh, a line that works with your hands, right? Understanding um, your bloodline and where your traits and skills come from, right? This all falls under family. Boom, the first category. The second category, how she sees life and her obligations is through her gender, right? Her gender, well, uh, being a female, what does that look like in this society, right? What is your role and responsibility as a woman in the home? Right? What, is your, what is your obligation spiritually being a female? What does that mean? So we looked at some of that last week. And the third one was through her destiny, through her spiritual eyes, right? What divinities are with you? What destiny uh, do you have to fulfill, right? The divinities that walk with you come with certain characteristics. Those characteristics are expressed in your personality, in your personality. The way that you behave was given to you with the spirit guides and the and the divinities that came with you at birth, right? Yeah, sometimes we can pick up things and spirits that aren't meant for us. That's due to our choices or, or lack thereof in some instances. But um, for the most part, we're talking about what divinities and spirits came with you. Right? That shapes and molds how you respond 
to the world, right? If you have a lot of warrior divinities that come with you, you have a lot of fire element that is with you. So you're going to respond <laughs> to um, circumstances and challenges a certain way. You might be excited. You might have a lot of passion, right? You might um, be a hard worker. Right? And then you might have a, uh, a lot of air, a lot of water divinities that come with you. And you might try to talk everything out or think it out in your head or um, not really be grounded and not do much work or not have the confidence or willpower. Like there's all different types of characteristics that come in your personality based on the divinities that come with you. And then you top with that your destiny. What are you supposed to fulfill? You know, we talked about the uh, date and time and uh, your family line and things like that. All of those things make up uh, your destiny. What did you decide to do when you came here? You know, when you were on the in the non-material world with the in the land of the ancestors right when you were there before you were born what destiny did you choose for yourself what is your assignment what did you say you wanted to do under all of that shapes the woman and all of that is her obligation she has a cultural and family obligation she has a gender obligation and she has a spiritual obligation and all of those obligations um, help you understand the individual sister right and so with all of those there's a need for women to come together and build and so that was what we talked about last week. So that was just a, a quick recap of last week. And there's more examples. You guys should listen to last week's episode if you haven't heard it. This week, I want to go a little bit deeper into sisterhood. Okay. And I want to start the new material for this week and just reminding us of, and setting the tone about the life and the world that we're living in, right? We're living history. And I don't have to say this to you. You know, you've, you've been living. You know what's going on right now. We're living history. The energy has shifted. The change has happened. It's time for spiritualists and uh, naturalists to take their rightful place, for indigenous cultures, traditions to take its place. There's people who specialize in that. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, seek some of those people out. I can give you guys a list of a couple good astrologers and things. I stay in my lane, right? But for those of you who know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. The shift has happened. And so we're having to face this new normal. What does the new normal 
look like. And so I'm here to tell you, I've been saying it in past uh, podcasts. I'm going to continue to say it um, because I want you to hear it. And sometimes you don't get it on the first or the second or the third time. So I'm going to keep saying it because it needs to sink in. You need to understand. I need you, all your spirit guides, your ancestors, everything, your subconscious, your, your deep inner self. I need your ego to receive it. I, I need you to understand that we are living a new normal. And that new normal is based on aligning yourself with nature. The new normal is a, an alignment with nature and all things and all things. So when you guys hear me talk on these podcasts, you know, I'm going to come to you with that. Right. I've been gearing up for this. My first initiation was close to 10 years ago. Okay. And I didn't initiate. You know, my teachers came. I don't want to say I didn't initiate in the States. It started in the States. But the Africans and the traditions that initiated me are rooted in West Africa. So before I even knew where my blood came from, it had already called me and started training me, training me for right now to teach you and to get you on board because the alignment is necessary. So that's a beautiful thing. And so what does that mean when it comes to sisterhood? That means that everything that we're having to do, you know, we have to take it from a natural perspective from the perspective of nature. And so that's all I know. That's all I'm going to give you. Okay. Understand. And so in order to give you that understanding or that deeper understanding, I just want to explain like how village life is. Because if we know how village life is, then that'll help us understand, you know, the sisterhood and why it's important. So, and, and before I go into it, and it's important for me to, to explain what the village life is like, because we're not exposed to that on the West. We're, like I said earlier, we're told to leave our parents' house and uh, as soon as we can, <laughs> immediately as soon as we get a job as soon as we can we're supposed to move out like this society is so upside down and backwards but the change has happened the shift has happened and so I commend all of you who listen to my podcast and not only listen but implement what I say into your lives you will see the change you will see the benefit I wouldn't steer you wrong I wouldn't, and I wouldn't tell you anything that I know does not work. You talk about answers and results. <sighs> I'm a product of that. Anyway, I digress. So village life. It's important for you to understand how traditional people live. 
because in understanding how traditional people live and us striving to align ourselves with nature, we'll do just that. What does nature call for? So traditionally, we live together in groups. And, and why is that? Why did that start? It started because we understood and protected the need to grow ourselves spiritually. And what does, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about spiritual growth. That means taking care of yourself, your ancestors, and developing your skills and abilities, your evolution. What are you giving back to the world? The gifts that your ancestors gave you, how are you giving them back? The talents, how are you taking care of yourself and your family? And so that was protected. And so there was always time and space for that. And so everything else is built around your spiritual life. And in order, our ancestors realized, in order to survive, we needed to partner with other human beings that wanted to or that did the same thing, right? So way, 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 way back in the day, the beginning of mankind, we're coming together for the purpose of helping each other to survive, right? Back then that might've been going to the water to get, going to the well to get water. That might've been uh, someone going out hunting. That may have been someone um, washing the clothes. That may have been someone wa washing or taking care of the children, taking care of the, the village, making sure the house inside the house is clean, outside the house is clean, making sure your ancestral shrines are fed, making sure the elders have all that they need. These are your spiritual responsibilities, spiritual responsibilities. And then what is your gift that you're giving to the community? What are, how are you expressing yourself? Right. That's where the gifts and talents and, you know, if you're a blacksmith, becoming the best blacksmith. And if you're a farmer, becoming the best farmer, that's where all that comes in. All of that is in a part of that. It's part of your growth and development, growth and development, growth and development. That is what your spiritual walk is about. Your evolution as a person, your moral character comes into play with that and your gifts and talents and abilities, all of that is encompassed in your spiritual walk when I say that. And so how do we protect it? I'm, I have my hands cupped right now and in the cup of my hands, I have my spirituality. And how do I protect it? 
protect my spirituality, all those components that I just named. I have them in my hands cupped and how do I protect that and survive? I need to come together with other people. And so that's what our ancestors did. And in Africa, they still do that. That is at the root of our culture. And so when you guys come with me to Africa, you'll see in the villages, families live together. Families live together. And different families live, they have their own homes and they live close to each other, next to each other. And they share responsibilities, right? So if someone has to go get water, then they go get water together. If someone's washing clothes, okay, they'll wash clothes together. They'll help their sister. If someone's going to the market or they're going to sell, Okay, I'm going to go with you. You're bringing tomatoes. I'm going to bring avocados. If the farming needs to be done, if the harvesting needs to be done, they do it together because they realize all the work is easier shared. And when it comes together and it's easily shared, then that leaves time for you to work on your spiritual growth. That leaves time for your meditations that leaves time for you to take care of your ancestral shrines that leaves time for you to work on your skills your craft your talent because we're sharing the responsibility and so that's how it is in the village and so when you guys go to africa with me you guys will see that that it's still that way today there's still our our family there is still preserving that. And so that's, you know, why our forefathers came together originally, why families came together, why villages came together, why tribes were built. Because each one is a greater echo of the need to survive just on a bigger scale that's what i mean by greater echoes just on a on a larger scale for survival and so when you see that's why the sisterhood is important and so i say that you know explaining village life because we don't really see sisterhood here, right? Sisterhood in the village means you guys are grinding corn together because everybody has to eat and somebody has to grind the corn. So all the women get together and we pound corn to make flour or we pound the spices and it's tedious work that needs to be done. See, on the West, we're spoiled with um, machines and things that give us comfort and ease of life. But our ancestors didn't have those comforts. 
And so in order to survive, to eat, it was a process, it was work. And that work was done by the women. And we had to come together and get the work done and we all benefited. So we would grind all the spices together, pound them together, all the work sweat. And then everyone takes their spices for their family or we all cook together. We pound all the corn together and it's work. You sweat, you get tired. Some women can't work as hard as others. All of those things happen. But we do the work and then what? Every family gets to take away some flour. All that's necessary. And so in looking to nature for solutions in today, we have to look at the village and that village model. And so that's where I say the sisterhood is so important. The sisterhood is so important. You know, I want to let you guys know something. I don't know if you're aware, but the new year in different cultures, different traditional African cultures is coming. And for some of you, you know, you, you may be listening to this podcast and you're like, what? The new year isn't until December 31st. Let me tell you, I hate to be the one to bust your bowl. But not everyone goes off of the American calendar, or should I say the Gregorian calendar? Some of you are just like, what do you mean Gregorian calendar? What do you mean? There's only one calendar. Yeah, well, those same people are probably thinking that there's only one God, too. There's not many, or there's only one way to worship, or there's only... Uh, one way to Christ through Jesus. <laughs> no, people. You have to open your mind. You have to be open to realizing that maybe, not even maybe, the way you've been taught is wrong and upside down in so many ways and you've been sheltered and duped. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to open you up and expose you to things that are going to blow your mind. So if what I just said about the calendar and other cultures having their own calendar just kind of threw you for a loop and was too much, I'm sorry, but it's the truth. And you know what we have? We have a beautiful thing called Google. <laughs> so I want you guys to Google Gregorian calendar and you'll see when it was constructed how long it's been in place and all of those things I digress so I bring that up to say that um, you know Benin is right next to Nigeria and through Nigeria and parts of Benin you have Yoruba culture right because the culture was there long before the Berlin conference where the borders uh, was put up and where the invaders came and sliced up Africa and put these these borders way before that the lines were drawn on the map cultures 
were all tribes were already there our people were already there and so uh yoruba culture which is nigeria spans in nigeria and parts of benin their new year just started june 7th which was last week and so with um every new year there's always a new year not necessarily resolution but a new year um divination so it's a the forecasting and the looking into the future and seeing what do what does the future hold and we go to um fa or ifa to see what fa says and fa is the messenger of the divine messenger of the almighty source the creator and so we go to him because his word is final and so uh, the fa ifa readings one of the things you guys will be interested to know just give you guys a little bit of knowledge and wisdom right there i'm about to give you some more um is that in the reading for the year that just came up and i'm not going to go through all of it but i will share uh this one part because it's pertinent to today's podcast and that is fa said one of the things that's going to be helpful and this is for African people all over the globe. So this isn't just for Yoruba land. This just isn't for Africans in Benin or Nigeria. This is for uh, African people all over the globe. Wow. Listen up. So one of the things that uh, came up was that during this time period, this next year, right? June 7th, all the way to June 6th of next year, of next Gregorian year, right? (laughs) That if there has been community events or community, not events, but to help the community, if the men haven't been able to do it, it is in this time period that the women will be victorious and successful. It is for the women to be in leadership positions. It is for the women to lead alongside the men, but for the men to give us our respect because we can get the work done. The energies are in our favor for women to succeed in this next period. Did you hear me? Let that sink in. So what we decide to do, there will be extra, if I had to take an example from nature, extra wind underneath our wings, so to speak, helping us glide smoothly as birds in the air. Women, I'm talking to you. This is our time. And so building a sisterhood, you know how much power is in that? Not only is it your ancestors, my ancestors, her ancestors, their ancestors coming together, working toward the common goal on the physical plane and the spiritual plane, 
moving stumbling blocks, moving roadblocks, putting all the necessary items, resources, people, opportunities in our path. Collectively, right? We're all doing that for each other. But then you add to that a greater cycle, a bigger global universal wave, so to speak, that we fall into as women. That gives us even more support spiritually. That gives us even more luck and favor and I don't want to say, yeah, just favor. I mean, so we have to look at that. It's our time, ladies. I hope you guys know that, right? And so I just wanted to share that part. I mean, there was more and I'll probably as these uh, more readings come out because there's um, more readings that are happening as things are applicable i'll share more of the divinations that have come out but i did want to share that because that's pertinent to the women there's also in this period we need to sacrifice and as we talk about sisterhood you guys will see there's nothing but sacrifice and sisterhood but it's okay because the outcome we all get to take back to our to our village we all get to take back to our house right we put in all that work like the sisters pounding the corn boom boom pounding the corn we put in all that work but at the end of it we all have enough flour to eat each family gets to eat we all get to survive so we need to look at that sisterhood we need to look at the village life for our examples of working together as sisters and it's up to us you hear that there's certain things that men the energies just aren't in the favor and aren't in favor for men right now it's up to us ladies women we got to get it done we have to use the divine feminine energy to get our agendas met, to show honor to our ancestors. Understand that. So there's a couple of things, and I hope I have enough time, I wanted to go through. I wanted to go through what coming together as sisters does for us what are the benefits so I want to go over the benefits of sisterhood and some of you may be saying why do you have to go over the benefits of sisterhood and I think that's necessary because we've all been conditioned by this society that we can do it alone I ain't got a partner I don't want I've been burned before I've been hurt before I don't want to work with her how many times have you guys heard that all the time and so we have to undo that and as 
spiritual beings, we have to learn to work together. Do you know that the, the, the divine feminine energy works with that? That is an energy that is in everything. So all divinities are either male or female. And so all the collective of female energy all report up to and are a part of the divine feminine herself because she is the mother to all divinities wow so we have to embody that what are the benefits we have to get back to operating in our divine feminine energy and so that's why i'm going to go over the benefits I also want to go over some of the key things we need to do, right, when partnering with our sisters, right? Because we don't want to just choose any woman, right? We don't gravitate towards certain women. Only certain women gravitate towards us. And then... Even inside that gravitation, we need to have a mindset of what we're looking for to build with. Okay, and so I want to go over some of those also. So the benefits, keys in partnering. I also want to go over some challenges or realities that come with uh, building a sisterhood or that come in a sisterhood and then the positives right and then and I say positives um, because there's a lot that comes out of women coming together and I put that as the last thing to go over for today however I don't think I'm gonna get that far and then after that I man I don't want you to think I left you out brothers my nephews my sons i didn't leave you out this isn't a podcast that is um gender bias i may be talking to the ladies but we don't exclude you we know you're necessary that divine masculine is our complement and so there is a segment at the end after talking about the positives that come out of sisterhood where I want to talk about where I want to talk about uh, the divine masculine specifically talk about sex (laughs) and I know a lot of you are like well let me just fast forward or go to the next episode because that's what I want to (laughs) hear control your flesh (laughs) my daughter used to say that all the time I used to have a uh, Uh, a lady I was in initiation with and she had said that one day around my young daughter and ever since then um, (laughs) my daughter has said that for years and so that was funny that was an inside joke sorry Um, but yeah no sex is important sex is a part of our culture as as human beings it's a part of who we are and there's a part that all this has to play in that and so that will probably be on next episode 
um, if not the episode after that. But (laughs) know it's coming, ladies. I don't want you to think I'm building this big, uh, you know, sisterhood. It's like, where are the men at? You know, no, 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 no. We know they're necessary, but we got to get us together first. And that's what I'm focused on is us getting us together first. So let's go uh, and let's talk about the benefits. All right, let's talk about the benefits. That's the first thing we want to go over. And I'm looking at the time and and we'll probably put this into part three, uh, some of these other points. But let's start and get what we can done now. Let's, let's get it covered. So with the benefits of sisterhood, we come together to share responsibilities, right? We talked about that in the village life. But share all responsibilities, right? Because the one thing that I can't have you do for me, the one thing that you can't share is my spiritual growth and development, right? You can't feed my ancestors for me. You can't take care of my ancestors for me. I have to take care of my own ancestors. I have to take care of myself. I have to do my own self-care. I have to take care of my own altars and shrines. That's something that I have to do. And that comes first. All right. All of what comes with growing me. Which includes my business. Which includes, you know, my talent. All of that. Because my ancestors gave me that. And in being a better fill in the blank, you know, a better uh, priest in my case, I show honor to my ancestors. But everything else, I, I can find someone to help me with. We can share in those responsibilities together. And it's going to be necessary because, again, my hand is cupped. And I have to protect my spirituality. I have to protect this. I have to always make time for it. And and so sharing responsibilities is important. We come together to do that. That's a help. That's a help. Right? Not only do we come together to have someone help us with our load, but we also come together to help other people with their load. You say, well, why? Why I want to help her with her low? Why? Because you have a need and a drive in you also to be helpful. To show your skills, whatever they are. And so you're not being a human being if you're not being helped or receiving help. I'm sorry, if you're not, that was the same thing, wasn't it? You're not being a human being unless you're helping someone or receiving help. There's an energetic exchange. And so you can't take from the sisterhood and not give. Hey. <laughs> Y'all like that? Um, you can't take from the sisterhood and not give. That's important. That's important to know. And so we share responsibilities. That's what sharing responsibilities do. We also come together by living together. And what does 
living together. So in living together, we share some domestic responsibilities. Someone's responsible for the food. Someone's responsible for the cleaning. We all share in, you know, the upkeep of the home. Because that could be a lot on one person. And so we share in that. Not and, and you know, depending on your sisterhood and who you bonding with, some per- sometimes it's one person doing all the food. I don't suggest that, but sometimes that's what it is. You know, sometimes it's one person that is in charge of laundry. That's what they do. I don't suggest that. You know, I think that person should change it up a little bit every now and then, or they should have some help. But that's how you build your sisterhood. What do you need help with? What can't you handle? What's too much on your plate? And on the flip side of that, what are you good at? Where you can say, you know what? I love washing dishes. Of all the things to do, I love washing dishes. So let me wash dishes. Or you may say, you know what? I really love being with the children. I don't know what it is, but being around little kids just makes my day I think I'm gonna watch the children that is feeding a good energy in you that's feeding you so you come together and live together it's all about what feeds you what gives you good energy How are your divinities being expressed? How are you expressing them? So another way we come together is in business. Sisterhood and business. So we have sisterhoods and sharing responsibilities, just generically, whether that's in organizations, whether that's sociably. We have sisterhoods coming together communally, living together. The third thing is coming together in business man a couple sisters as business partners that's powerful because we get the job done I've been in a couple uh, arrangements where it's been all women it's powerful and a couple of my uh, enterprises been all women powerful we get a lot done I tell you that and what does it all help do right in addition to protecting the spiritual time that we need and helping with our survival it also helps us with the stress management right and we'll go into more details about that later I think I must only go over the first point, uh, which is why we come together or some of the benefits. I'm going to leave keys to partnering, uh, reality, some of the realities or challenges, some of the positives, and definitely leave sex talk for next time. But yeah, know it's to come. So that's going to be on our next episode. So we've covered a lot today. 
we've talked about the pill that not the pilgrimage we've talked about the off africa trip that's coming up you guys reach out to me we've talked about the sisterhood the village why we look to nature for all things and the benefits of sisterhood and what that brings to us why we come together and the different areas in which we come together so i'm gonna end here it's been another successful podcast i'm so excited about this series i love it you guys give me your feedback online tell me what you think of the series how it's helping you until next week be well schedule a spiritual reading life coaching session or to order herbs and tonics please see our website divinefeminine.net if you would like information on our trip to africa in august please email haneraabunu at gmail.com thank you for listening to the divine feminine podcast be sure to subscribe share and join the conversation on social media you can find us on all social media outlets at haneraabunu